need that trial and error. You need the experience. Now you're starting to realize like you're watching less people mm -hmm. because you don't need all that input of like, what do I want to create? Or I have to look like him. You know, it has to be a video like your video and uh, people come for you. Everything is um, a wave and everything uh, is consistency. And as long as you keep the consistency, it's always going to go up. Welcome to Greater Secrets. I'm Tom and in this podcast, we will take a look at creativity. By and for creators, we will dive into the secrets of creating your best work and the journey that will take us there. One episode and one talk at a time. And I'm never looking back again. Two episodes in a row, guys. Okay, so I promise you there was going to be a part two to the podcast of Inia Zalea and his partner Arno. So if you haven't listened to part one, go back one episode, listen to that for the history of Arno and, and Ineos, how they got together, how they made the leap to full-time YouTube. But if you did that, here we're going to dive a little bit more into the YouTube story. And for that, I got to sit down with them again and ask them a few questions, more specifically about how to run a successful YouTube channel. Should you go niche or should you go broad? How do you find focus with your content and how do you make people watch your videos in the first place? But we got to start somewhere. So why don't we just start at the times that it just clicked for them? And I like to call them the aha moments. For you, I, I have the first okay. aha moment for you, I think was like, okay, you can earn money with YouTube. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> when you made videos, because first you just put them on there. And I got my like, first paycheck. I was like... Yeah, I enjoy this and I get paid for it and I'm, exactly. I'm a kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is not right. <laughs> back in the time, because now I can like, they're just sending ads in your mm -hmm. uh, letterbox. But back in the time, getting the letter from Google was like so privileged. I felt privileged to get that. Yeah. Mm. Um, also, like obviously the trophy of 100K subscribers. Uh, it's a big yeah. achievement. And what I've noticed a lot in my career is that I grow very fast at a certain point and then I just stay the same for a very long time. And... It gets sometimes demotivating, but if you just keep doing that, if you just said, okay, I'm, I'm, pushing. I'm going to keep doing this thing, even though I don't improve, all of a sudden you again see that spike. So mm -hmm. it's always going in those waves. And that's something that I've realized with everything in life. So I'm trying to just keep that consistency. And if you can maintain that, that's your only task. That's the most important. Obviously trying to get better along the way. You, you see sometimes like see creators that just pop out of nowhere. Yeah. Right. Especially now with the whole TikTok yeah, and, uh, and the shorts. Fast. So, but on the other hand, I do think like growing slowly, it might be better for the long-term, like longevity of the channel. Yeah, and also you're thinking a lot because why is this not working? And mm -hmm. you're trying to figure it out. So you're figuring out a lot more stuff than the people that are not having to figure this stuff out. They're just growing and it happens. So mm -hmm. up until the moment it doesn't happen anymore, then what? So we understand why it's happening, okay, maybe it's not happening as fast as uh, as, as them at want. our place yeah. and, and exactly as, as we want but we do um build a, a, an entire business around our channel because of it not going fast enough and you're starting to search other ways of redeeming or building something and then you're seeing that maybe in the end that's going to build or pay off better yeah. but now if it if it happens you are prepared. We are right? prepared. So I think that's let it happen. Now I'm I'm yeah. ready. <laughs> well you're never fully prepared but yeah. I think it both both are go are good you know you sometimes mm -hmm. you have people pop up but those mm -hmm. are the exceptions you can yeah. never there's some they probably they've been doing it for a while or they 
they they have some luck or they have, have an, a, a unique skill or mm-hmm. they yeah. have always have some always background yeah always background and they do something th- they, s- they see something other people don't see they do something totally different that's the um, thing it's never overnight no and if they get big quickly they probably all, all have a team around them and you know so mm-hmm. both are fine it's just not our story that's okay too yeah because we'll get there but, but we have we have similar stories for example arno also wanted to try his own channel and he took on a challenge uh to get yeah. fit yeah, yeah and, true uh, that challenge and yeah. that video went viral instantly yeah. so yeah. we do know how to achieve mm-hmm. success and and that say um but yeah you need also the right topic the right audience like okay vfx isn't going to just go viral unless we integrate it in a way that everybody wants to watch at this um, but we have built an audience around that very niche, which is also strong because we also see with bigger channels that have like everyone watching at them. It's really hard to find sponsors, really hard to monetize the thing because you have an audience that is just so broad. Of course, you can put Coca-Cola to to make an ad there because yeah, everybody drinks Coca-Cola. But it's like we if, if a camera brand comes to us, they know people that are going to see this. Mm-hmm. They want cameras. They want computers. They It's the only thing they want. I'm just wondering... How do you guys feel towards having the channel like being super niche versus, like you said, like the broader channels? Like if somebody would start fresh, like what should they go for? If you're yeah. starting out and you're just young and you don't have any experience in life, then just make a channel and, and make it all, all about everything. And you're going to have maybe 50 viewers. And those 50 viewers are going to tell you what they enjoy the most. And I hope you enjoy it just making videos for 50 people because that's enough. 50 people mm-hmm. are already watching your content. And if you can just accept that, then you're going to be growing into the area that, that you eventually want to go in. Uh, but you need that experience. You need that trial and error. You need the experience. If you have a background, on the other hand, in, for example, you've been uh, a director for many years and you come on on, uh, on the scene, like Casey Neistat, he had so much background, but he owns the platform mm-hmm. instantly. But yeah, that's because he has all the experience. If you don't have that, you cannot do what he is doing. And a lot of people don't understand that. So you do need the niche eventually, but it's not like the most important thing when you're starting out. If you're starting out, you just need to learn how to start out. In theory, they would. I would also always advise go niche first because otherwise you have so much competition. Mm-hmm. And if you have something that you're really passionate about, for instance, solving a Rubik's Cube, and you are very good at that and you can use that in your YouTube channel and can make very specific videos of, mm-hmm. people, of problems that people have, then you can grow quicker than, I think, a broad channel. But for instance, Casey Neistat, he already had a lot of experience, so he went broad because he knows how to tell a story. And telling a story, that's Captivate. one of that's the some, yeah. hardest parts to do. If you can't tell a story, then, yeah, you're golden. But you don't need to tell a story to uh, make videos about a Rubik's Cube. No, it's, it's why I'm asking the question is because um, a problem that people have once they start out in a niche is that, you know, you get, you get known for being that guy, that's you true. know, the Rubik's guy. And then um, if you're doing something that you're passionate about, but you're like, hey, I'm more than just the Rubik's yeah. guy, right? I had that problem. Yeah, so how do you deal with that going further along? You just of like, Do you say, like, do you mention that to the audience and say like, hey, I also want to do some, some other stuff here? Do you put that in between or you just stay no. focused on that and then maybe build if, another channel if you really want uh, to do something I else? I think there are many, many solutions to yeah. this question. How, yeah, I would, how I would see it is um, if people would come to me and um, like, so I didn't start out as a VFX guy. I did literally everything on the channel as well. I mm-hmm. played around with everything. It's kind of under the same 
dome, let's say. Uh, it's, it's graphic design, web design. I then started doing visual effects and just learning everything along the way. I had zero experience at that point, point, but I shared again everything right. on the YouTube channel. And now I'm being seen as an expert in the field, but I had zero experience when I started. It's just you grow with it in the yeah. direction you want to grow. And that's what you should do as a YouTuber. You, you want to grow in another direction, do that. Uh, and if you want to change your uh, um, topic completely from the channel, do that little by little. You, you start doing one video and you see with the audience, okay, what's going up? Yeah. And if they don't enjoy that, uh, that particular content, you try to find a way to mix it with the content that you're already doing and still having that new little spice that you're trying to push out also in there. So yeah. like that, you could do it. Yeah. A little bit like a, like a tester. Like yeah. just putting one video out in between the others and see like how do, does the audience respond. Don't exactly. just completely yeah. abruptly out, change. Yeah. Out of the blue. And if you do, for instance, you do the Rubik's Cubes tutorials, but you also want to create a family channel, then I would create a second channel. Yeah. If, the, if it's if the too first, broad away from what you're doing. Also, if you want to keep yeah. doing the first thing. But then if you don't want to do the first thing and you have a famous video about Rubik's Cube, you just continue on that channel. Yeah, I would. Because you have an other idea about that, I know, because you have that famous video or yeah. viral video that yeah. kind of fu- uh, yeah. screwed you. <laughs> we, 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 can, we can say whatever on the podcast. Okay, cool. It's, it's not in the, in the same direction I want to be as a creator. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. that's why I didn't want to, because eventually yeah. that would have been the perfect moment for me to capitalize on that video. Yeah. I wasn't ready. In that moment, it was something that just happened, mm-hmm. and I didn't know how to Cap- how to capitalize that moment exactly of like what should I do now? I get bored of this doing the same thing over and over again. Me too. So mm-hmm. I have to find something new and starting a new yeah. project. You know, I have the same thing with getting bored of things really quickly, and I think that is how every artist is going to be like that is making change because if you're always going to do the th- same thing, you're never going to grow in a way. But um, like, for example, with like, I hate rotoscoping or doing like repetitive things, Mm -hmm. tasks in the VFX industry. And also when I do VFX, I just like to prove myself, okay, I can create the scene. Not going to create a hundred scenes with the same effect. I hate that. It's like, I have to do it over again. Uh Or I have to do that in four different shots. So I have to start the same thing over. I just want to create one time good. And I'm, I'm proud of myself, I'm happy, and I want to move on to the next task in VFX. But VFX has so much to offer that I can always create something different. It's always a new challenge. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't do visual effects in a way like for a company where just my task is this from morning till evening and just do that for 20 years straight with your knowledge of VFX. Mm-hmm. And it's never going to change. You're just going to do that. No, no, thank you. You always have responsibilities and tasks yeah. that you have to do. Not yeah. everything can be fun, but the balance should be right. And um, so... but. And that we've learned over years, there needs to be a focus. Yeah. Something that you are focusing on because we too want to do too many things because we have so many ideas, so many things that could yeah. get big that we could, but we can't make 10 things big. We no. could in the future if we have a team mm-hmm. right now, yeah. stick to what we're good at, stick to what we look think. Look at our history. Yeah, we've look done at our everything. History. We've done everything. But now we have the YouTube channel and the academy. Those are things that we are really working hard on. And if those... If this that's evolves into uh, something bigger, and if that gets better, then we can focus on other things as well because we have so many ideas. Now it's time to yeah, proof on on that one. It, anyway, everything that we've done until this point was necessary process on, uh, to get here. One hundred percent. But if I look back five years ago, I I had like a dream on where mm-hmm. I wanted to be today, and if I look at that dream because I put it on paper on a comment on YouTube, and I got a reminder of that video, and I saw exactly what I wanted to achieve in five years. 
and I, I just surpassed it. everything yep. that I wanted in five years on that moment. So my thoughts on that moment, that little mm. time capsule is just obliterated. And so, nice, yeah. yeah, so that made me happy. So that made me realize, okay, I should be happy and, and even I, I could be happier. Mm-hmm. I'm re- very happy because I achieved exactly the goals are written down. And so... Yeah. I saw somewhere uh, a quote that said, um, we overestimate what we can do in a day, mm-hmm. but we underestimate what we can do in a year. And yeah. I, I, that, mm. that always tr- I always try to keep that That's in mind. 100% Because true. every time I look back on everything that I did in that year, yeah. I know, okay, I'm still going. Yeah. And I have the mentality of like, it's not my time yet. I'm still working towards something. Stick so to when plan. I know the moment, I know we'll know when the moment will come, but then yeah. it's going all in. You have to stick to the plan. Yeah. And don't, ah, this is not working. Oh, let's change. Because I know, yeah, we've worked with a a lot of people and some people are like, they they do something, for instance, on YouTube for for 10 videos. And they're like, this is not working. I'm I'm going to do something totally different. I've seen a lot of people, like three months. Yeah, yeah. it's not working. No. Bitch, please. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) After a week, people after a day, it's not working. It's like, you have to put that limit away like if it's not working try the year and if it doesn't work then definitely change and of course only an idiot does the same thing over and over again and expects different results but you need the time to at least give mm-hmm. it some moment in in the mm-hmm. and, and and definitely also like did you really do the same thing for a year or did you always do something else kind of and you just fill the year and, mm-hmm. and you have like, we also, uh, we also build channels where we always try something else and always, and, and always evolve. But if we would have just stick to the plan from the beginning and just do that until now, maybe it would have been a bigger success. You don't know that. No. But it's all, it's, it's, it's hard because it's an emotional game and it's, it's a practice, uh, it's a, f- a facts game as I well. I think it's the, the, the first part is, is the hardest. Like it's, the it's emotional game of, of YouTube is like knowing that you're doing the right thing and just sticking with it and yeah. and knowing when when you're not doing the right thing right Agreed. if when you have to like try yeah. something new and and not stagnate with what you're doing i had I have a lot of uh, comments saying like hey oh you you're you're doing so so many great videos and and why is the channel not growing right yeah that it in a way it's like devastating to read that because yeah. you're like yeah i know why why isn't but I on know. the other <laughs> hand it's like i'm just putting yeah. in my time yeah like my time for the juice and and it will come eventually will come. and I'm not trying to look at the numbers anymore. Yeah, a great metaphor for this is, for example, going to gym. Like you go <laughs> yeah, in uh, there, and after a day, you the did a hard workout. You you sweat two hours straight, and you come back home, you see zero difference in the mirror. You go the next day, or yeah, you're you're too uh, yeah uh, tired the next day. So so you get, go the day after, and, and you train again, and you do that a week, and still you don't really see any difference. So you quit, and you say it's not gonna work out. But do that a year. And you would have seen such a big improvement. So mm. you really have to believe in the fundamentals of the ID and, and just set your mind to the ID and just believe on the result that you're going to achieve in that set time period. You just have to believe that it's going to be the best choice. It's the same with investing. It's the same with, with everything. Uh, you just yeah. have to believe that that's the right path to take. And of course, you may potentially take a wrong path. And then you have to just change a path later on. You're going forwards. You mm-hmm. can't expect immediate results. You really have no. to put in the time. So, yeah, then. you have to make every consistent week of video. And after a year, you will see results. But after a month of creating four videos mm-hmm. every week, nobody's going to yeah. know. You're going to have the same miserable views and people give up. Then, and it's yeah. so fun because this is advice that everyone keeps saying it and keeps nobody's, saying. Listening nobody's listening. And then a few, yeah, a few do well, listen. It's, 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 
it's necessary to be here because that's only going to be the biggest difference between the people that are serious and the people mm -hmm. that just want to try stuff and, and play around. And yeah, it shows a lot of dedication also to a person who succeeded after such a long time because you know he didn't give up. So a question regarding all of that. Like if you would start again with mm -hmm. the channel completely from zero, just delete this one mm -hmm. and you could decide what the topic would be. It could yeah. still be the same or you could do something different. Mm -hmm. How would you tackle that? I would really focus on quality and like something that's rare, that like great thumbnail, great title, everything great, yeah. and then something shareable. But then why I would choose like to upload more frequently is because it's easier topics. You just take your camera, you record something, and you're not so um, limited by yourself. Because if you know I'm going to record one video a month and it has to be epic, you're going to be so blocked if you don't have all that creative juices yet, if you don't mm -hmm. have all the experience yet, True. Yeah. Uh, and you're 100%. going to get into a procrastination and you're going to get into a block and you're not going to be uploading anything. It's my no. opinion, unless you have the skill sets to back it up. Why? So that's why I'm saying just yeah. upload as much as possible because then you have no more um, rules. You don't have any, any excuses anymore. Every day you need your video. It's not there by the end of the day, you failed. Yeah. If, and if you just, the longer you put that uh, schedule, the harder it becomes, in my opinion. The reason also why I say this is because uh, Tom said when we would delete your channel yeah. and you already, yeah. we are still, still we, who we are right now. Yeah. You know, and we have those skills just yeah. then for, 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 for visual effects. Sense. I would, for instance, make like um, Warzone in real life. For example. You yeah. know, and something really put a month or two mm -hmm. months into that, but something that's you can post on Reddit, on, on Facebook, in yeah. groups, something that could go viral and people are saying like, whoa, this is so insanely well made mm -hmm. because this could get you to 10K subscribers yeah. in a week and all those separate videos, if they aren't the highest quality, it would take you hundreds of videos. No, in our case, Arno is 100% right. We should yeah. do that route with our experience. I was, I was putting myself mm. in the shoes of like, yeah. what would I do if I started over again? Like literally mm -hmm. back with, in that moment. But no you skills, are saying my, yeah. my channel gets deleted today with the skills yeah. that I have acquired over the time. What would I do now? Arno's choice for sure. Yeah. This is so, so cool to hear because I can see like you have the whole creative mind in there. You're like, <laughs> get better, get used to creating a lot. Yeah. And then you can see him yeah. use like shareability and like, let's yeah. just get this to be as successful yeah. as it could be. Yeah, That's true. where the match is like really perfect, but uh, it's nice to see this in this answer. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't always, I, I think of an exciting idea mm -hmm. as a creative and not necessarily, of course it's important because in our niche, what our no sees as going viral is not what VFX people want to see mm -hmm. necessarily. I have to say what they want to see, even though that's also hard for me to know. Mm -hmm. So, so that's a topic Making that maybe makes it difficult yeah. on our channel to really discuss what they want to see because Arno cannot really put himself 100% in the place of a that's VFX true. artist. He can after all these years for a great part, but it's still different. But if we would be for a topic like a general public and, and just to impress everybody with our skill set. There is where the magic comes in and, and really, yeah. And that's also something that we're trying to become more accessible to everybody. Yeah, exactly. But I truly believe that the title, the thumbnail, like the packaging of your, of your video yeah. might be like 51% of the whole video. Yeah. Like if that isn't there, exactly, nobody will click and all the effort you put into the video is just lost. Yeah, exactly. But on the other hand, there's almost no great tutorial 
on like how to do this because it's it's such it's a so complicated it's to explain. such a difficult task because you're working with human behavior right yeah like how exactly. why would someone click on this yeah there is no template for this right <laughs> what i would love to hear from you guys is like how does that workflow look like well first i want to answer the that we are still struggling with the right title for our channel because we do know how to make viral titles but we are finding that those might not be the titles that our channel audience wants to see yes. so we need to make viral titles for vfx artists yes exactly yes. and that's something that we're still struggling with because we don't know like mr beast titles in a vfx way doesn't work with us it doesn't uh so so it's like no also knowing your art like yeah who knowing is the audience. video going to be for exactly yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, how we do it now is uh, we always start with a topic uh, of a video. For example, okay, the new Spider-Man video comes out. We're gonna do something with Spider-Man. Uh, so we try to find an epic scene that relates to VFX because that's the topic of the channel. And then we already start brainstorming for titles right away. Um, thumbnails come at, later. at the later at the end. Uh, but yeah, we, we could go and, and capture uh, footage for that thumbnail. So we really try to design them and, and feedback them, put them in there and, and check them with other thumbnails. Um, yeah, they, these are also getting more... Uh, better by by the time that we're yeah yeah i've seen like the later the latest thumbnails from the channel like i i went back to do some research on the channel okay. and like over the 10 years that you've been doing this mm -hmm. and like yeah. it's a different style almost and you can see also the waves that youtube has gone through mm -hmm, mm -hmm. of like these were the thumbnails that worked in yeah. that moment right yeah because yeah. yeah. it's also a little bit of a cultural thing like what works so the more filmmaking and more photography related channels, mm -hmm. um, they always they don't do the Mr. Beast ones. No, they have to have something that that looks so, nice. It needs to be aesthetic. And and that's where the thing comes in. Like you should stop at a certain point. You should stop consuming content and just do your thing, and and then see what works for you through your own little analytics. But don't get too much thrown off by other creators. Okay, Mr. Beast is doing great, but I don't think we need to look too much. We need to learn from his success yeah. but we don't need to copy him at all um so we need to just understand how he looks into his analytics and how we should look into our analytics and make our judgment based of that i think we should go more into that direction uh, and and that's all yeah that, that's something that is happening naturally the more exper uh, experience you get her yeah. the more confidence you get the less you feel needy to to uh, do these things so yeah so let's do the quick round um, okay. and, and round this up. I was looking at some, like a little bit YouTube myths and, and stuff that's been going around. And I just want a, a short answer from both of you. So YouTube prefers longer videos. No, no, that doesn't matter. The, the question is, matter. can you make a 10 minute video or a 15 minute video that's super uh, engaging, like Mr. Beast with his Squid Game video? Do that, you know, that obviously uh, everything will go up, your watch time, whatever, but it ca could be short video as well. You know, depends on what your style is, so. Changing the video's title and thumbnail after a video is published is bad. No. No. I do it all the time. Why isn't it bad? It, well, you first have to look at the it metrics is, yeah. and look how it's going. It's not going that well. You might want to change your, um, for instance, your title or your thumbnail. I would personally start with the thumbnail first. I'm not sure if that's the official way to do it or the best way, but it's the biggest change visually. So then you could really see something changing and, or I would do them uh, both if, I, if I'm not convinced anymore. Because if you change your thumbnail, it has to go together with the title as well. So yeah, but I would change it up if I'm not satisfied with the click-through, uh, with our baseline click-through, click because it depends so much on your industry. 
you're smiling here. Uh-huh. No, I, I saw him thinking, uh, yeah. like uh-huh. going in his uh, uh-huh. in his place and and captivating uh-huh. all those moments. Okay, so next one for you: um, <laughs> idea-based channel or personality-based channel? Personality-based channel. Why? Um, because it can combine the idea into the personality, but the personality is why people come back. Uh, if you want people to build an, uh, a relationship with you and True. come back, you need that personality. You can also be uh, just how to and give them the information and they, you will have a lot of views, but you will have zero super fans. You will have nobody caring mm-hmm. about you eventually or, or if you, but that's because you still have a little bit of personality in there, even though you didn't realize it. I think so too, because with an ID channel, what you could have is that some peop- uh, videos pop up really high because, well, because people search for it and whatever. Uh, but with a personality channel, your views will be more consistent. So maybe growing, it will be not as easy. But if people are connected to a person, and for instance, uh, like for you, if you then start talking about climate and why you're passionate about it and showing it why it's so important, people will follow as well. So yeah, personality, I would do that. So too. like Mr. Beast is, for example, a combination b- uh, with idea and personality. I think he started more as a pers- uh, as an idea based. Yeah. And now because so of his ideas, his personality, he's become a personality. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because he also sees it in a, in a team perspective, and mm-hmm. it's a team effort. Um, so in that case, uh, you yeah you have two types of of channels. You have a, a team behind it, or you have a person. And if it's just one person mm-hmm. bringing the channel, the personality is the most important thing. If you have a team, it's hard to bring a personality in front, but then you have multiple personalities and, and you build also that family vibe. And, and Exactly. And yeah. Most one-person channels are team channels, just the team is not visible. Yeah. So I have another one probably for you, um, but no. chime in if you, if you want to, because it's probably more his game. Uh, the algorithm doesn't like my videos. Yeah, the algorithm is uh, can be a bitch. <laughs> but, no, but true or false? But no, because it will it will uh, show it to people and react on how people react. So if people click a lot on your videos and they watch a long part of your videos, your videos will go up. But if you already have a YouTube channel about cooking and then you start a cooking channel uh, in the, on the same channel about um, video editing and it sh- shows it to your subscriber base first because that's the basis and they don't like it at all, then YouTube thinks it's a bad video. So that could be a problem. And I think, yeah. And some, some I think people it get can be, get optimized better. People, Some people get shadow banned and stuff like that. So that's also, yeah, it's not easy. It's not, it's not easy at all, so. It's a hard thing to figure out. Yeah. But I do think that in the end, it doesn't matter. Um, the quality is the most important thing and, and uh, the audience retention. So the, m- the longer people watch your videos and, and actually click on your video with a click-through mm-hmm. rate, then yeah, the the more success you're going to see, and it's gro- going to grow over time. And and to get the ball rolling, you have to indeed like look at a video that performs well, and then pick up on that topic, like you're doing right now. I do think that's the best way of doing it. Is it? It's not always the easiest way, and not always mm-hmm. like the thing I want to do, because that's the problem I have with something that I've done and it went to success. How do you do the exact same thing but still different? Because I want something yeah. different to, and then yeah. Yeah, because most people that say the algorithm doesn't like me, they keep doing the same thing over and over again, and they never do something radically different. And I think you have to go radically different to to, ch- to shift it. But then on the other hand, going radically different every single upload would also not no, be the solution. No. So yeah. you need to have enough time to no. see if it if the if the change affected your channel. So it's it's a healthy balance. I go think. crazy enough. <laughs> so then uh, I would go want to go to both of you and ask a question like, hey, what is the secret? 
my secret determination yeah. i think is our biggest secret like we just don't give up we're gonna keep but trying we keep failing and we are just gonna keep trying and people yeah. fail and they give up uh-huh but it's no secret it's not a secret but it's, it's the secret it's so enjoy don't stress, it yeah so don't stress out where you're right now oh i'm not where i want to be that's normal you have the journey that you have to go through but put in the time put in the effort uh, make sure you enjoy what enjoy what you do and then it will come you know it's so cliche yeah. but it's true yeah it's very cliche and uh, but there is no other secrets all the secrets have been spilled the people just don't want, care to look at them exactly everything is out there all that's left is for me to say thanks so much for being here because it's really good <laughs> to have people who are on the same wavelength yeah, and yeah. who just know their shit. It was a great honor yeah. and uh, it was a true pleasure being yeah. here. Happy yeah. to be invited. Uh, great experience, for sure. Really nice. Thank so, you so much. Okay, I gotta admit this episode was so much more fun to make with just having two people instead of one. So much more dynamic. Anyway, guys, um, what I want to ask from you guys is send this podcast to one creator friend that you have so we can spread the word on this podcast and help more and more creators along the way. But besides that, there's also something that Ineas wants to tell you guys. Here it is. All right, so for the people that want to learn how to create epic videos, do stop by the channel Ineas Alea. I teach you all about it right there. And if you want to get even more dedicated, we also have an academy for everyone to learn visual effects from A to Z. A link will be under every video. You can check it there. <laughs>